to lead us into giving our offerings and tithes and fast fruit and all that you come with to say thank you and worship our Father. Let's put our hands together in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Praise God. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and say hi. How are you doing? Get to know how they are. You know, some of us, we have not seen each other for a whole week. Others, maybe for a whole month. Amen. Hallelujah. How about we have a minute of fellowship? So may I invite you on your feet. Just move around as we enjoy some instrumental. And just say hi to one another. Amen. Simamele. Hallelujah. sitting next to you, all they need is just somebody to say hi, hello. And that goes a long way to help them 
worship and we bless the Lord for this time and chance that he has given unto us that we gather together to receive the word and also to fellowship with one another and also to enjoy the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So shall we give a clap offering to our Lord God? Cash up number is 205-531-0945. Those who do that, here is the number. And I want to say thank you on behalf of Pastor Gerald's family and uh, Rufus family um, for one week we have been doing fundraising uh, uh, myself and Joseph we have been spearheading those efforts and we were able to raise 9,100 <laughs> that money will be split between the two families and we'll help them restart because it's a rebuilding of their lives. They lost everything that they had through an apartment of fire about a week ago. Uh, but we thank God. Paul says it's not that we are sufficient of ourselves. Our sufficiency is of the Lord. Amen. He is the one who keeps us sufficient. He is the one who sustains us. He is the one who gives us strength to work. Amen. And through a collective effort, we are able to help this family get on their feet. And I know by the grace of God, they will rebuild faster. And the glory of the Bible shall be greater than the glory of the former. Where God is taking them is far much, better, far much greater than where they were before the fire. Amen? And so we thank God. We thank God. Hallelujah. Let us pray for the offering and uh, invite the man of God to come and speak to us. Father, thank you for the giving of your children. You have indeed called them your own. And because they are yours, it is you who is in the business of keeping them, sustaining them, providing for them, their daily bread. It is you who knows their end. It is you who knows their beginning. It is you who knows the journey they are on. Therefore, Father, lift their eyes to see you, to desire to know you, because you are the one who preserves the way of the saints, and you have called them of the saints, that by this gift, as they acknowledge you in all their ways, that surely they will see the blessings therein. We thank you in the name of Jesus, we pray and believe. Amen, amen. Help me welcome our senior pastor, Apostle Jacob. Hallelujah. We honor you, we appreciate you, we love you. May God bless you even as you minister to us. Amen. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of work to do. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. See, I do not arrive. I see you. Hallelujah.
that you continue to see what God uh, continues to do uh, in the lives of his people. Because the Lord allows people to get a testimony to show us what he is like. Amen? Amen. That what was destroyed is nothing compared to what has been restored. What was destroyed by the fire pales in comparison to what the Lord has replaced with. What was destroyed by the fire pales in comparison to what God has replaced it with. Amen. What was destroyed by the fire is nothing compared to what God has replaced it with. Amen. What was destroyed by the fire <laughs> is nothing compared to what God replaces it with. Amen. But the Lord is of an increasing glory. Amen? Amen. The path of the just is like the rising of the sun that shines brighter and brighter into a perfect day. And so whatever it is that the enemy is fighting you with right now, it's okay because it's something better than that that is coming. The devil has to pay for everything he steals with much, much better. Amen? Amen. If the devil knew that Jesus would come, he would not have messed up with Adam. If the devil knew what would come after the cross, he would not have crucified Jesus. It's just that he is short-sighted. He does not see what God is planning. And so thank God for your fight right now, because the Lord is working much better things than what you had. The Lord is always doing something new and something better. Amen. 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 He's always doing something new and something better. He said that then we are now ministers of the new covenant, which is far much better than what was in the beginning. Adam, if we had been born through Adam, we would just have been sons of Adam. But when the devil messed with Adam, now we became sons of God. Amen. Amen. And so the Lord knows the battles we are fighting and he has prepared something better. He has prepared something better for us. That when we come out of the ash, we will not just be ashy. Huh? We will not be ashy. He says, I will give them beauty for ashes. Huh? It will not just be people who are formerly in the smoke. It will be people who are now beautiful. It will be called the planting of the Lord. A while ago, the coach at Alabama got this thing that has been going around. Huh? Mm -hmm. You know it. Mm -hmm. He contracted it. <laughs> the thing is, he said, I don't know how I got it. I've been by myself. 
I've, been, I've done everything. I've not going anywhere, but I got it. Now, when he went to the hospital, the way they treated him, they gave him plasma. Plasma is like medication and vaccine put together. What they do with the plasma, they take the plasma of someone who has had the disease and they give it to someone who is sick. Because as a person who has had the disease and has healed, already has all the ingredients to heal a sick person. And so, their suffering becomes someone else's healing. Their disease, and they are going through ICU and whatever else they have gone through, that allows them to produce in them the right ingredients to heal someone else who is facing the same thing. And the coach said, I got healed in two days. Not only that, I am willing to give my plasma to anyone else. And I'm calling people who have been sick and are healed to give their plasma. You see, the vaccine is only preventing people from receiving it. But plasma is treating people. And so someone was saying, this is the year the devil wanted to separate people by social distancing. Turns out it is the year people will become closest because they start sharing plasma. <laughs> eh? People will be living in other people. But that's beside the point. The idea is this. That what was to destroy someone else, because they went through that battle, their death becomes the life of someone else. When they have gone through hell, they come out with a victory that will help someone else. Now the Bible says that Jesus, the death he died, he died to death. He came and died, and in dying, he actually killed death itself. And through his death, we receive life. And then he says, now you, because you have died with Jesus, you begin to present the same life to people who are dying in the world. Because you have gone through death, and you carry the death of Jesus, and the death of Jesus is giving life to people around us. We carry the real plasma. We carry the real plasma. The one that heals people of the sin that takes them out forever. He has become an evangelist of plasma. Because there are people in ICU and they could be healed by the thing that people who have already been sick and developed in their body, they are carrying. And Jesus died and he became sin that anyone who looks to him themselves can be healed of the same thing that is killing people forever. Hallelujah. And he has put it in us. We carry about in us the death of Jesus Christ. We carry about in us the death and the life of Jesus. We carry the plasma of the life of Jesus and his death. And when we come around people, we can share life or we can share stories. 
And the coach said, there's a lot of people who have this plasma in them. And the only thing they are doing is sharing stories with the people, is sending thoughts and prayers. And yet, in them they carry the cure for this thing. What would you tell someone like that? What would you tell someone if you knew that they carry plasma that can heal people around their family? And when they come around them and say, well, how did you contract this thing? You know, I want to tell you, you should be writing your will. They know they have the cure. But they are giving ideas that have nothing to do with what they can do for the person. What would you tell someone like that? Now imagine for a moment that you and I carry the plasma that can heal people's sins, that can cure the cancer of the soul, that by opening our mouth, we can release into them the life that has come through the death of Jesus that we carry. What shall be spoken of us? What shall be said of us? They would rather tell people about Joe Biden. They would rather tell people about Donald Trump than share the plasma that is in us. What shall be spoken of us? They would rather talk about buying plots and becoming millionaires than sharing about the Christ and the death that is in us so they can receive life. Second Corinthians 4 verse 6 For it is God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give he has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Now that's a lot of words, but he is saying the same God who called light out of darkness is the same God who has released light in us. So that in us, we can give the glory of the knowledge of Jesus. So in us, this light can begin to shine in the people and in their darkness and set them free. Because what God has done, he has put plasma in Jesus. Jesus, the dead, he died. He died to the, the nature, the old nature of sin. And then all those who believed him, they have the same plasma flowing in them. And it does not flow in them in their veins. It flows in them in their hearts and through their mouths. When they share the gospel of Jesus Christ, life flows through them. Now, the next verse says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of power may be of God and not of us. And there is a challenge. God has put this plasma, he has put this treasure in other vessels. 
some short, some tall, some big, some skinny, some white, some Asian, some black, some Latino. He has put it in earthen vessels. But it's not the vessel. It is a treasure in them. It is a treasure in them. And the challenge is to go beyond what I see in the mirror and see the treasure that God has put in me. He has put this treasure in me. I, who still have an African accent, I, who still a skinny guy, I, who's a big guy, I, who's light-skinned, dark-skinned, I, who is a woman, a man, I, this is a vessel. But in this vessel, this other vessel, God has entrusted his treasure. Because God is going to conquer darkness in your family. Because God is determined to conquer darkness out of Birmingham. And what he has done, he has dropped in your family, you. He has dropped in this city, you. The treasure of heaven, God has dropped it in another vessel and taken that vessel and dropped it in this city and dropped it in that family. They call that vessel John. They call that vessel Samuel. They call that vessel Mary. They call that vessel Maggie. But the thing is that it is not the vessel but the treasure. He has put the treasure of the glory of God, the mystery of the kingdom, that God would manifest himself in men. He has put that treasure in an earthen vessel. An earthen vessel that is called a Yankee, that is called a Southerner, a, a, a vessel that is called Asian, a vessel that is called South American, Latino American, a vessel that is called Canadian, a vessel that is called Japanese, a vessel that is called by many names, but the treasure is from God. Because it is not the vessel, it is a treasure. The President of the United States has three planes that he travels on. Three planes. I think Boeing 747 or 767, one of them. But they are not designated a name until the president gets in. They are just planes. Whichever he chooses to go in, they put a, a flag on it and it's called Air Force One. If he uses another one tomorrow, it becomes Air Force One. It is the one he travels in that changes its identity. Because it is not the plane, but the one the plane is carrying. If he chooses to board a matatu, that van becomes number one. When he gets on a helicopter, that helicopter becomes Marine One. If the president goes to Birmingham Airport and boards an airplane for Southwest, whatever plane he is in, 
And at that moment, that plane becomes Air Force One. Now God has chosen to dwell in you. He has chosen to put the glory of his light in you. And that Jesus is the kingdom of God. It's like a man who discovered a treasure. And this is a challenge. He had to discover the treasure and went and sold everything he had so he could come and buy this treasure. Because God is always doing things like those. He's always putting all his glory in the weakest of vessels. He put it in Abraham, the seed, but your seed and nation shall be blessed. The Bible says this man was so weak, he was as well as dead. He was old, his wife was old, and not only was she old, his wife was barren. And God puts the seed, one seed, through which all nations shall be blessed. I mean, could have used an 18 year old. Could have used a 35 year old. Someone who can run around in the park. Someone who can swing the child. He uses a hundred year old and says in you, this seed shall be blessed. Then he uses Joseph. The guy could not be entrusted with his sheep. And then he allows Joseph to go to the prison, to go to jail. He allows him to go through hell, to go to the pit. And he had put salvation in Joseph. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. Then the wonder of wonders. God sends his one and only son. You know what they say, don't put all your eggs in one basket? They don't know God. Eh? Not only was it one basket, it was the most unlikely basket. It was a teenage girl, not even a married. And he comes and drops all the hopes of all eternity. All eternity, he dropped it in this lady. He has not prepared her. He has not even prepared the fiancé. He comes and says, now you're going to be pregnant. And the Holy Spirit will come upon you. That's it. And then the forces of darkness begin gathering. To destroy this treasure. And Mary is wondering, what did I do? What is it about me the Herod wants to destroy? And God has put a fiance there who has no clue. You know that song we said, Mary, did you know? It really was not Mary, did you know? We should be asking Joseph, did you know? But most of these songs were, you know, they were written by <laughs> by men. Eh? And so they asked Mary, Mary knew, what are you talking about? <laughs> the should be, Joseph, did you know? Yeah. Eh? That your baby boy is supposed to like it. Like, I had no idea. But history has been written by men, so most of the things are a little bit off. Bias. Eh? Like they say, we are fixing this mm. nation one by one. Yeah. <laughs> eh? There's a lot of things we need to fix. Uh, I can't remember who said that, uh, I think it's in Wachella, 
he said, until lions find a historian to write, history will always glorify the hunter. History will always glorify the hunter. Because lions have not found someone to write for them. And so because men have been writing history for a long time, it always seems like women did not know what was going on. And so we sing some funny songs. Mary, did you know that your baby boy? Eh? Okay. That's a side note. Let's get back. This guy, Joseph, the angel comes to him and tells him, take this boy and take him all the way to Egypt. Because this is what Herod is looking for. It's not you, it's not Mary, it's this. Do you know what you're carrying? Do you know what you're carrying? You're saying I'm just a youth. I'm a teenager like Mary. You're saying we're just dating. You're saying I'm married, I have kids. Do you, do you know me? I, I don't have the degrees. I'm not as educated as people should be. But he says, God has chosen to put this treasure in you. And so the devil is not attacking you. The devil is attacking the treasure. And the moment you realize you are able to sell everything and come carry this. So how old are you? And how old do you need to be? How busy are you? And how busy do you need to be? Because there's only one reason God has you on this earth. To carry the mystery of the kingdom of God. And the mystery is this, that God has put his light in men that he may begin to push darkness out of the world. The darkness that is in your family, God has put you there to deal with it. The darkness that is in this nation, stop saying the world is messed up. That's why you are here. The world is messed up, and he knew that he sent you at this very moment because you are the antidote. You carry the plasma for what is happening in the world. The Bible says he did not leave himself without a witness. You are the witness. And I tell you, the darkness is not greater than the light that is in you. All the witches in the world are not greater than the power that resides in you. Because the very life of Jesus is flowing through you. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And so when you see people who are bound in darkness, what are you offering? What are you offering? Are you telling them tales and stories of things in the world? Or do you realize the urgency of the moment to tell them, by the way, I carry with me Jesus and he can fix your life. He can fix your family. I carry with me the very life of God. I carry with me life-giving plasma that can change your life. Do you understand that? The young people, 
You are telling to go to counseling. The young people you are telling, they should try something else. The young people you are telling to read a book that will transform their lives. The people you are telling, your marriage can be changed by this one, one, one seminar. Do you know you carry the life of God? And wherever that life touches, it heals the whole person. Heals the whole person. You see, we think it's being intellectual, but actually it is being ashamed of the cross. It is being ashamed of the cross. Because the cross is not as sophisticated as telling someone to read a book. But the cross is where life is. We carry with us this treasure in other vessels. For the young people, for the old people, for marriages, for the drunkard, for the drug addict, for the child abuser, for the criminal, for the religious hypocrite, for all of them, the antidote is found in the Jesus we carry. That is where the real healing comes. He will heal their bodies, he will heal their marriage, he will heal their mind, he will heal their eyes. He will heal them for now. He will heal them for eternity. But then, we must understand what we carry. We must understand what we carry. The Bible says of Jonah, Jonah was in the boat asleep and just enjoying his trip to nowhere. And on that trip, the boat, the ship he was in, started being bombarded by winds and storms. And he came and woke him up. He said, do you not care we perish? Do you not care we perish? So let me ask you. Do you not care they are perishing? Do you not care? Do you not care that they perish? <clears throat> do you not care? Church, do we not care that they are perishing? We are sleeping in the boat, going to work back and forth, back and forth, and they say 3,000 died today, tomorrow, 4,000. The other day, however many thousand. And they say they are dropping like flies. And they say, oh, thank God for protecting my family. You see, you died today. I know where you're going. But for them, do we not care? Do we not care? Why is the Lord protecting you? Why is he preserving you? Why is he keeping you? Because you have a treasure. You have a treasure in this other vessel. He is protecting not the other vessel. He is protecting the treasure in you. Now, what shall we do? They woke Jonah up. 
You say, wake up. Start praying for your God. Everybody is praying to their God. Those who God is money, they are praying to their God. Those who God is medicine, they are praying to their God. Those who God is mass, they are praying to their God. Everybody is praying to their God. Okay. Did, <laughs> did you see there was a time there were witches in, in, in Washington, D.C.? And they, were, they said they were there to put a hex on Donald Trump. Everybody is praying to their God. Everybody is busy. Even witches, they are busy. They are confused. They are to the church. They say, hallelujah. We are blessed. We have overcome. The Lord will pass over. Will pass over and will not touch any of us. Say, so why? Why is he passing over? I mean, the witches are busy crying to their gods. But Jonah, wait, did I preach about Jonah last Sunday? <laughs> Sounds familiar. Huh? No? I don't know why I talked about Jonah. Sounds like I talked about the last part of Jonah. But Jonah woke up. And he said, uh, it's okay. I, I am the guy. I am, I am the servant of the living God. In fact, I'm the one causing all this stuff. If you throw me out there, this stuff will, will stop. And he said, no, 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 God, please protect the person and also have mercy on us. And Jonah told them, stop praying. I know what's happening. My death is your life. My death is your life. My death is your life. If you allow me to go out there, you will be saved. And they said, God, please do not hold this life against us. And they took <coughs> Jonah. And Jonah was thrown out. But when Jonah was thrown out, there was deliverance on the other side. He found that the cross had already dealt with his death. But Jonah knew it is through his death, once we accept that we have died, then the death begins to function as life in people. Once we stop living for ourselves, but for Jesus, that death itself, we die to who we are and what we have and what we want to do, that death begins to bring life to people. The Bible says that they overcame by what? The blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony and what else? Because there's three not. things. They did not love their lives to death. That's the last thing. That's actually a very important part of it. They did not love their lives to death. They did not say, I could have bought a plot. I could have got another, another degree. I could have become a chairman of this uh, little committee. They shared Jesus. They shared Jesus. They told them you can go to rehab as much as you want, but there is Jesus. What you're having is not a problem with alcohol. What you're having is a problem with the nature of sin. And I have the plasma in me. Now, the Bible says when they threw Jonah and the boat was silenced, they bowed down and they worshipped the God of Jonah. 
When Jonah woke up from his sleep, he saved the people in the boat and he saved the people in Nineveh. Church, let us wake up. Church, let us wake up. There is a cry in the world. There are people scared to death. Literally scared to death. There are people dying even before they are sick. Yeah? There are people dying even before they are sick. There are people shaking in their homes right now. They don't know exactly what they should do. Because their death is the end of them. They are separated forever from God. And we are here swinging baskets, going to Walmart, coming back, eating our hamburgers, going back. And we carry the plasma. We carry the life of God. It doesn't cost you anything to share, to, to share with them that I have the antidote for what is ailing me. All this fear you have of death, I have the antidote. He can heal your body and he can also heal your soul. I have the cure for what ails you. Don't just tell them, I will take you to our church. Pastor will pray for you. No, you have the plasma. Say amen. Amen. You have the plasma. Your Baba, when he starts telling you things about his wife and what is going on, you have the plasma. Stop saying, yeah, no, women are like that. That is not helping him. Yeah? When they come and tell you their marriage is crazy and all of that, and you say, you know, that's how women are. Or you say, oh, all men are useless. You are not that. You have the treasure in other vessel. You say, by the way, I know something that can help you with that. I know something. And my prayer is that we become generous with Jesus. We become generous with the light inside of us. We become generous and bold and say, I have the plasma. I have the plasma. I'm not just a truck driver. I'm not just the church nurse. I'm not just a cashier here. This is an earthen vessel. I am here actually on a mission. I can solve that problem. I can solve that problem. There's a man who came to me and said, I'm done with my wife, done with my wife. We can't get along. And I told him, I actually can solve that problem. He said, no, no, don't worry about it. I already have found another one. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, yeah, I understand. <laughs> he didn't even want to know how I can solve it. He was done. But you can solve these things. You have Jesus. Is there anything Jesus can't do? Is there anything God can't do? And all of God lives in you. All of God. Is there anything he cannot solve? Don't say I did not go to school for marriage counseling. Don't say I'm not even married. Paul was not. Jesus was not. Yeah? <laughs> because the one who authored the marriage lives in you. Don't go to tell them your ideas. Don't tell them about a book you read. Tell them I will give you Jesus. I'll give you Jesus. He's the original groom. Let him deal with that stuff. But do we have this treasure in other vessels? On your Facebook page. I know you're telling them about the vegetable gardens and your children having second bath and all of that. 
but also share Jesus. Amen? Amen. Share Jesus. At the end, the vegetable gardens will be eaten and gone. Mm. The children will have another birthday. And then they will have other kids with the other birthdays. And those pictures will lose value. And you come and delete them and post another one. So you can get more likes. But Jesus, every life you change it is the life you will have deposited light in them. And they can change another life. Because what God, the mystery of God, was that he put, he created the earth. And the devil fell and made the earth dark and chaotic. And then God opened a little space in the earth and made a garden. The Bible says God created a garden. God had already made the earth. And then God created a garden. And in the garden, he took the dirt out of the garden that was not messed up by the earth and made man, Adam and Eve. And he breathed in him. And the idea was they would grow and force darkness out. But then Adam was there enjoying the fruit. And when he was done with all the fruits, he decided, what about this other fruit? The one he said, don't eat. So how do we do this? Number one is to obey the one who sends us. To walk in obedience. Walk in obedience. Number one, believe that God has put this treasure in you. Number two, obey him. In obeying, you will be fruitful. And number three, speak up. Witness, become a witness. Become a witness. Share. Tell them, it's not you who is fixing them. You're just a vessel. But you have the treasure. Tell them, I know someone who can fix this. I know absolutely someone who can fix this. And by that, don't mean Pastor Jacob. You have Jesus. But if you're scared, send them to Pastor Jacob. <laughs> he knows somebody who knows somebody who can cure Corona. Huh? I'm walking in power. I'm walking in miracles. I live a life of favor. I know who I am. Now, if I'm walking in favor, and my brother and my sister and my mother and my grandmother are walking in chaos, what good am I? My co-workers, they are walking in chaos, absolute chaos. What good is my walking in power? Because I am here on a mission. I come from heaven. My work is to share this plasma so they can also be healed. I have been thrown outside the boat so I can bring healing. They did not harm their lives to death. I'm not here for a job. I'm not here for a paycheck. I'm not here for a business contract. I'm here because I carry in me this treasure in other vessels. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's all stand.